Gail is pleased to announce the release of Making of the Modern World Part 4, 1800 to 1890. This keystone archive within the Making of the Modern World series bookends the programme and at the same time provides users of Gail's Digital Scholar Lab an even greater corpus from which to analyse this and many other Gale primary source collections. In this video, we'll learn about both resources and how they're used together to answer key questions of economic and social history. The majority of the material within the making of the modern world was collected by one man, Herbert Foxwell, 1849 to 1936, a preeminent British economist and one of the most important collectors of economics literature. His two main collections form the nucleus of two of the greatest economics libraries in the world, Goldsmith's Library of Economic Literature in Senate House, University of London, and Cress Library of Business and Economics at Harvard University. The Making of the Modern World Part 4, 1800 to 1890, offers definitive coverage of the Age of Capital, the Industrial Revolution and the High Victorian Era, when the foundations of modern-day capitalism and global trade were established. It includes unique material at Senate House Library, University of London, that was not previously available. Subsequent library acquisitions have broadened the scope of the Goldsmiths Library of Economic Literature beyond economics. The core of the collection, 1850s to 1890, offers rich content in the High Victorian period, the apogee of the British Empire. It's especially strong in grey literature and non-mainstream materials rarely preserved by libraries, including pamphlets, plans, ephemera and private collections. It covers much more than economics, providing a range of subjects on political economy, social history and the culture of the market. Themes include the world of mid-19th century industrialization, commercial innovation, the revolution in transportation and communication, urbanization, the competition for empire and imperialism, the making of the working class, and the emergence of the United States and Germany as economic powers. With access to all four modules of the making of the modern world, users will have the world's greatest economic literature collection at their desktops. Since the introduction of Gale's Digital Scholar Lab, Users of Gale Primary Source Collections can create and analyse custom content sets to visualise answers to key research questions, helping us unlock the rich historical value of these unique primary sources. Let's take a look at what this means for users of the lab when researching The Making of the Modern World, Part 4. We'll focus on using the Digital Scholar Lab as a tool for discerning prevalent themes in a large collection of documents or content set. For this example, we'll create a content set from the entire Making of the Modern World Part 4 module, just over 9,000 documents and monographs, and then use two of the six tools in the Digital Scholar Lab to sort the material into smaller groups of thematically similar material. This will serve the dual purpose of familiarising ourselves with our research content in order to help us make effective choices for developing a research pathway. 
Topic modeling analyzes the tokens or words in a content set and groups them based on thematic similarities. A user can choose how many topic groups they want the algorithm to create, then specify the number of words assigned to a topic group. A couple of iterations of the topic modeling tool have been run on the Making of the Modern World Part 4 content set here. Both runs use a default cleaning configuration, which removes tabs and line breaks, normalizes white space, and applies an English stop word list before running the analysis. One tool run has returned 50 topics and the other 30. The output for 30 topics looks like this, and there are a number of ways a user can interact with the data, including the ability to rename each topic group based on user assessment of the thema thematic connections. For example, topic zero has been renamed as industry, topic one is currency, topic two is Latin words, topic three is children, and so on. Once all 30 topics have been renamed, this topics view gives us the option of exploring the data in detail by choosing from a selection of topic measures. For example, we could choose to look at the topic exclusivity, which me measures how unique the term is to each topic. The results are returned as an interactive chart and bar graph, which can be downloaded in multiple image formats. The topic proportion by document displays a document level breakdown of individual topics. This gives the researcher a visual representation of the content of documents in their content set to determine which are most relevant for their work. A second tool we can use to identify connections and similarities in our 9000 document content set is the document clustering tool. After again applying the default cleaning configuration, we run the tool several times to return 2, 10 and 20 clusters to determine which configuration provides the most context and granularity. 20 clusters generated interesting results which are visualized on a scatter plot graph. Hovering over individual points in each cluster enables a researcher to determine the themes and connections by looking at titles of individual documents. This can be further explored by downloading the CSV output which sorts the documents by cluster, title and document ID, enabling the researcher to close read the distinct groups of documents.